0: Hello, and welcome to my fifth podcast. Um, I'm so excited to do my fifth podcast. Um, This is the last podcast of quarter two, so here we go. So for the first thing that I'm going to talk about in this podcast is um, building fan support. Um, I'm going to discuss the role of public relations and publicity in building fan sport. Um, ways publicity is generated, uh, unexpected incidents, personal behaviors, special occasions, and product or organizational changes slash expansions. Uh, sport slash event marketers and publicity. Um, publicity is part of overall public relations strategy. Um, good pubis- pub- publicity helps build goodwill, profitability, and fan support. Also, I would like to apologize for all of the background noise currently happening in the back of this podcast. This class is very loud right now. Um, so I'm going to talk about sports-slash-event organizations, publics. There's spectators, business community, local community, media, and employees, Um, Spectators attend sports and events, they follow athletes or celebrities, and the support is driven by tradition, attitude, and performance. Uh, The business community um, becomes sponsors and is affected by the team or events performances. The local community slash citizens, they support sports slash events through tax revenue, and they're affected economically by sport and event success. They develop a sense of pride and identification. And uh, I'm going to talk about the media. The media benefits and hurts sports entertainment um, organizations. The image, um, depending on coverage, it must be treated well by sport and event or, by the sport and event organization. Um, now I'm going to go into employees. Um, they spread publicity by word of mouth. Employee behavior influences overall publicity. Um, athletes are also employees. Um, Now I'm going to go into characteristics of successful public relations efforts. Um, They're consistent reinforcement of a specific image over time. There's two-way communication, promotion of goodwill, proactivity, counteractivity, investment of time, money, and personnel. Now I'm going to go into steps for creating and implementing um, PR strategies to build fan support um identify key organizational relationships evaluate the characteristics of each relationship analyze current situations with fan each fan base create goals select appropriate tools/ sources to communicate implement plan and distribute information at appropriate time measure assess and adapt regularly doing all right so you Now I'm going to talk about ambush marketing. Um, You might ask, what is ambush marketing? Ambush marketing is an emotionally charged phrase that refers to practice of appearing to align a brand with an event for which that brand has not paid the right to be a sponsor. Um, Reasons for for businesses that use ambush marketing... It's effective, um, it attracts consumers at the expense of its competitors, it is cheaper than being an official sponsor, and for some smaller companies it's the only way to be tied in with the large sport event. Um, Ambush marketing used as a marketing strategy. A brand associates itself with a sports slash event It's used to gain market share. Um, it may sponsor an athlete or a team, but not the entire event. Handing out free apparel or items within the company with the company's name on it. Um, now I'm going to go into the impact of ambush marketing on sponsorships. It could hurt the ambushing company in future sponsorships. It hurts events sports organizations' ability to demand high sponsorship prices, and it frustrates official sponsors that have paid top dollar for the right sponsor for an event now I'm going to go into viral marketing um, viral marketing is any marketing strategy that encourages users to pass on the marketing materials or message to others also known as word of mouth marketing this creates an exponential growth pattern not unlike that of the flu virus as material is forwarded from friend to friend allowing the messages to reach millions if done right um, now I'm going to talk about the importance of viral marketing it is the least expensive option for advertising purposes it can make or break a company Um Consumers want to hear what the public has to say about a company. It is much more reliable than a paid advertisement. Now, I'm going to go into the principles of viral marketing. Um, for number one, pre products or services. Free products or services. The majority of viral marketing strategies give away something for free free ringtones, free samples, free games. A core principle of viral marketing is delayed gratification. You may be giving away free product initially, but understanding the attention and buzz you can generate from your campaign will pay off in spades down the road. Um, Number two, spreads easily. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Number three, easy to scale. Make sure your marketing campaign pays off. Number four, use a common human motivation. It should appeal to basic human nature, fear, humor, love. People need to connect with your marketing scheme. Number five, content is everything. If people are not interested, your campaign will never take off. Number five, or number six, keep it simple. Um, To help create buzz around the third season of Mad Men, AMC launched Mad Men Yourself, an avatar created that allowed you to make a stylized 60s version of yourself. The site received half half a million visitors in the first week, and the season three premiere saw record ratings. Perhaps the most impressive part about this campaign is it's still going strong five years later, receiving updates with every new season now i 'm going to talk about endorsements. Um, this is an act of giving one 's public approval or support to someone or something testimonial an advertisement an advertising written or spoken statement endorsing a product athlete slash entertainer actually becomes a human brand. It must possess two kinds of key attribute groupings: those you see on the field and those you see off the field um on the field attributes this is performance quality winning records skill style potential these attributes speak for themselves brands want their endorsers to be successful to be skillful and to play the game in style now for off the field attributes um this requires personality physical attractiveness uniqueness or unique personal background role model relationship with fans brands should look for athletes who possess most of their off-the-field attributes above. Even when one of these attributes is clearly not achieved, possessing the -the on-the-field attributes and the other off-the-field ones may just be enough. Considerations in obtaining endorsements um, must be positive, Um, trustworthy, must be someone who consumers know, career must be active usually, someone who presents few risks must be believable. Um, Reasons for obtaining endorsements add to credibility of product or company and they cut through commercial clutter. Um, Benefits obtained from endorsements, fans will buy endorsed products, viewers less likely to turn commercials off, and consumers believe celebrities. Now I'm going to explain the use of advertising agencies. I'm going to talk about the understanding, the concepts and strategies needed to communicate information about products, services, images, and or ideas to achieve a desired outcome. So you might ask, what is an advertising agency? Um, It's a business that develops and implements promotional plans for clients. It's also sometimes referred to as public relations or promotional communication agencies. Um, Why use an advertising agency? The They view the marketplace from an unbiased perspective. They can provide methods to track your results. They are generally up to date with the latest hype, including social media, email, and all technological advances. They can get your, you deals and save you more money than if you made all the contacts on your own. Overall, they improve the efficiency and the effectiveness of your marketing. Why use an... Agency. Um, I'm still going to be talking about that. It is the key to check out the advertising agency's track record before selecting them to be responsible for your business's promotional efforts. They often have an expert talent in the various areas of advertising. Advertising agencies employ specialists who are able to provide businesses with many services, such as creative writing. Businesses often do not have employees on staff who have the training or talent to write effective copy for promotional or marketing materials. By hiring advertising agencies, businesses are able to obtain the copyright services they need. Their structure. um, Advertising agencies are generally broken down into several departments, including account services, account planning, finance and accounts, media buying, and production. These departments are present in larger agencies or full-service ones because media buying and boutique agencies likely won't have the need for all these parts. How are, they com- how are they compensated? Um, agencies, fee structures that are designed to be beneficial to their clients, and that they want to provide them with a good return for their investment. Bearing that in mind, advertising agency fee structures are also designed to create a profit for the agency itself. Fee structures are either commission-based, this is tied to the success of the advertisements, service-based, this is based upon the services they provide, project-based, similar to service-based, but based pricing based on their particular projects, and combined, combines the elements of the other fee structures, agencies might charge an upfront fee, then additionally require service or commission charges. Um, Now I'm going to talk about full service agencies. Um, They offer a complete line of services that are not limited to promotion, but include other kinds of services. They offer a complete range of creative and media services and work across the full range of advertising media, including press, radio, television, outdoor, and digital media. Um, It's involved in planning, creating, and producing advertisements, performing research, and selecting media. Some provide non-advertising-related services depending upon the needs of the specific client. Oftentimes, these agencies do their own market research instead of enlisting outside help. Um, They often have a creative department. Clients often select agencies because of their creative abilities. The creative department develops ideas, writes copies, handles the graphics, etc. These activities often are the basics of the agencies. Um, Now I'm going to talk about boutique agencies. They specialize in providing creative services. Um, Their main job is the creation of the advertisement or branding. Businesses who employ these agencies must assume some of the other responsibilities on their own because they do not handle them. Lastly, I'm going to go into media buying agencies. While some agencies, full-service agencies, provide all types of services, some agencies just provide media buying services. Um, They specialize in buying media, time, and space. So that is it for podcast episode five. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Um, Thank you so much. (laughs) Goodbye.